It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. For America's climate goals, investing in clean energy adds up. But what doesn't add up is an additionality requirement for clean hydrogen. Additionality would put an unnecessary and inequitable burden on domestic clean hydrogen producers and have serious consequences for America. America needs clean hydrogen, but an additionality requirement just doesn't add up. Get the facts at cleanhydrogentoday.org. Paid for by the Fuel Cell and Hydrogen Energy Association. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Welcome to Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis where we share stories of challenge, success, and inspiration, along with practical tips and strategies to move you forward to your success. And now, here's your host, Sally A. Curtis. Hello, it's Sally here, and I am super excited to share my brand new adventure with you on radio. Success Secrets Exposed is about sharing stories of challenges, inspirational tips, and strategies to help you grow as an individual, in your business, and in your career. It's one that I'm really excited about. It's a new beginning for me, and I'm really pleased to be sharing it with you. It's my way to connect you to great people, share great information, and stories of behind the scenes of successes. Not the airbrush versions that we see so often, but the real true gritty truth, the failures before the successes. Let me tell you a little bit about me. My background is in business development and marketing, and I've been both an employer and an employee in a range of industries ranging from advertising, cosmetics, retail, franchising, events, and even working for our government. My entrepreneurial journey started as a side hustle. And that side hustle is something that happens for many of us. And I did that whilst I was still employed. I've started online product businesses, and I've also created service-based businesses both on and offline. Funnily enough, I seem to like selling the intangible. I've been self-employed now for more than 10 years with many new beginnings, many tantrums, lots of tears and many evolutions as I've grown up and transformed, failing often, picking myself up, dusting myself off and moving on. Each month this show will have a theme and this month's theme is all about new beginnings. We all have multiple new beginnings at all sorts of different times and our guests will be sharing some of those new beginnings with you. So who am I on a daily basis? I'm a professional speaker and a marketing strategist for speakers, coaches and consultants. I'm a single mum of a 16-year-old son called Rory and you'll certainly hear lots about him as I share more of my stories with you. 
And you need to be tough, determined and have a real sense of humour to do all of that. I'm a little bit cheeky, very naughty at times and my friends and clients say that I'm bossy. And just recently we've changed that bossy label to say that I'm a leader. Now, that label of being a leader would have scared me a few years ago and just goes to demonstrate the growth that I have had. And in all honesty, that growth and that leadership is inside all of us already. We just need to trust ourselves enough to bring it out. And that's what I'm hoping this radio show will do for each of you. Typically, I work with thought leaders, speakers, consultants and coaches. And I have been lucky enough to work with some of Australia's leading entrepreneurs and some international clients, helping them ex exponentially increase their growth through innovative methods of strategy, marketing, lead generation, and of course, networking on LinkedIn. Next, I run a marketing support agency specialising in repurposing content, where we strategically plan and leverage ex their existing content. So, for example, we can turn one article into 15 brand new assets to help my clients create a library of content that they can reuse. What this does for them is it helps them save time. It gives them the brain space so they can concentrate on the most important things, their clients. It helps them increase their revenue, open up new markets or increasing their pricing, depending on what their 90-day goal or strategy is. And as you can imagine, many of my clients have been pivoting in the last few months with everything that's going on. Um, so there's been lots of change and lots of growth across the board. So what does that mean to you, our listeners? Well, I'm super passionate about helping people have forward movement to grow to leverage your existing skills, your brand assets, your intellectual property and your knowledge and of course understand how you can utilise your networks and the networks of your networks. Now my local community here in Adelaide, South Australia call me the marketing problem solver and they say I'm a great connector. So my vision is to focus on providing tips and strategies to help you grow and that will include free down downloadables and resources from our guests as well. It makes sense to me to share my network, their stories and their tips with you in this way through conversations that are designed to help you grow, be inspired and have forward movement in your own unique way with lots more fun along the way. Being a great connector, I love nothing more than to build like-minded communities to encourage collaboration, support and sharings designed to empower each other. And as I said, I've asked many of my guests to provide a downloadable free resource for the listeners that you can access easily. And you can access that via the radio station blog or by joining our Facebook community which is called Success Secrets Exposed Radio Community. Says it all really, doesn't it? The radio show will have a monthly theme and this month's theme is all about new beginnings, starting, of course, with my new beginning, this adventure on radio. And my guests this uh, next month will be sharing their new beginnings. Next week, we have Judith coming on to talk about self-compassion and its practical daily applications. 
And Peter Nichols will also be joining us next week on and share with you how you can enjoy being you. And our guest today, um, with us today, is Celeste Lutusa, uh, who will be on after the break talking about putting your hands up, getting out there and giving back. As I alluded to earlier, I have had many hurdles, many tantrums, as I mentioned, and lots of new beginnings. And the one that I wanted to share with you now was the starting point of significant growth and change for me. Just before I turned 40, I'm just over 50 now, my mum, who was my cheerleader, had a sudden and significant stroke and was paralysed with limited speech. On that fateful day, I was sitting in a friend's house. We had met earlier in the week at a networking event and we just clicked. You know how you do when you just meet somebody and you just click and you just go, this is my sort of person. That's what uh, Sharon was for me and we just clicked. So we arranged to have a cup of tea at her place. And as we sat down, my phone rang and it was my dad, which was a little bit unusual in itself. And he said, Sally, I think your mum has had a stroke. I hung up from my dad, numb, called the ambulance service, who continued to speak with me while I drove home. And when I arrived home, they were still on the line with me. Thankfully, my drive home was only five minutes away. My parents live with us in a granny flat and when I arrived home, I went to their place. Everything appeared as normal as it always was. Dad was on, on his couch and mum was in her chair. I went across to my mum's side and it was evidence she had had a stroke. As much as she tried to speak, she couldn't. Her mouth was heavily drooped to one side and she was unable to move her left side. Looking into her eyes, I could see that she was still very alert and mum was still there. But her eyes showed her fear, her confusion. The sounds of the ambulance's sirens were getting closer and they took care of mum beautifully and mum was taken to hospital. Over time, mum's alertness and her presence drifted in and out. And as a family, we came to realise that mum was not in a position to come home and dad was suddenly on his own. When my mum went into the nursing home, we lost more of the connection, except for one defining moment. And that's the moment that I want to share with you today. It was one of the moments of massive new beginnings for me. Mum had always been very independent, full of curiosity excitement and she had traveled and gone overseas by herself every other year she was very independent and she was my real cheerleader she had a witty english sense of humor and loved the abc's tv show grumpy old men and women and she often laughed and said if i get like them sally knock me on the head so being trapped in a body that no longer worked became too much for her and her mind drifted further and further away. On one of my visits to see my mum, when it was just her and I, mum was very alert this particular day, and it was our last heart-to-heart conversation. Her message on that one alert day, as she actually moved and brushed her hand against my arm, she looked deep into my eyes and said, Sally, don't settle for, don't settle for. 
I heard for the first time. Life sends us lessons. Some lessons are gentle tiggles like a feather and we can brush them aside. Some lessons are like stubbing your toe on the corner of the bed in the dark of the night with lots of swear words. And if you still don't listen, sometimes the lessons are like a Mack truck which comes along and runs you over. Mum's stroke was my Mack truck. It was my wake-up call, my chance to change things, to live and to not miss the moments, to stop settling for, to become more and to serve more. I had to dig really, really deep to find even the smallest amount of courage, the commitment to change, to wake up. I worked on myself a lot and continue to do to do to this day. I left a long-term marriage and created a new life, and this affected us all. Rory was my son and was just five at the time and seemed to become more and more distant and withdrawn. He was uncertain. He didn't talk much. He often only grunted, and we lost our connection. When you are awake, even while you, st you are still hurting, serendipity steps in to help you along your path, along your new journey, along your new beginning. And on a particular day, I found myself sitting in a sales training, not really enjoying it, feeling it was a bit manipulative and kept tuning out. But I did hear a tip on listening, which was, you can affirm you're listening by repeating the last word the person said. And then I tuned out as the sales trainer kept going, blah, 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 blah. But I did decide to test that tip in a kinder way with Rory by echoing him, by echoing him. Our ride home from school conversations in the car would normally go like this. So Rory, what did you do today? And he would say, painting. And I would say, what else, Rory? And he'd say, I can't remember. And that was the end of our normal car ride conversation. It's funny, I can feel the interrogation in it now, but didn't at the time. We were going through so much. So here is the transformation that occurred by echoing his last word, using that little tip that I heard, that little lesson that came along just at the right time. So Rory, what did you do today? Is what I asked. And he said, painting. And I said, oh, painting? And he responded, yes, painting. We did a picture of a rainbow. I said, a rainbow? Yes, mummy. It was all colours. It was purple, green, red, blue and yellow. I said, yellow? Yes, yellow. Yellow is my favourite colour because it's like gold and gold is precious. Did you know that, mummy? I said, precious? Really? Rory replies, yes, it's like silver, diamonds, rubies, and all those sorts of things you find in a pirate's treasure chest. Me? I said, a pirate's treasure chest? And Rory said, yes, we learned about pirates today in the library. We read a book and we pretended to be characters from it. Needless to say, that conversation lasted longer than the car ride home, and the reconnection I got with my son was enormous. He felt valued because I wasn't just interrogating him anymore by asking him a series of questions in fast succession. I was participating in his journey, his learning experience, and the story that he was excited about. That change in communication to echoing instead of interrogating created engagement and 
reconnection that's been honest and open and it was a new beginning for us. But you can still have speed bumps along that road. And I remember a day not long after that conversation when Rory was with me, he followed me into my home office one day and he sat along the floor, alongside me on the floor and looked up with his big eyes and said, Mummy, you don't ever play with me. Ouch. And wow, did that hit home. Another defining moment for us. A new beginning. I shut the office door. I turned off the phone and we played. Today, Rory is 16 years old and we have a great connection and a fabulous conversation. And our car rides together are still where our deepest and most meaningful conversations occur. All because I changed my communication style from asking questions or interrogating to echoing and joining in his journey of discovery. Communication has been a big focus for me. Hey, I've had two failed long-term relationships and there's been a common denominator in there. It was me. This is why I believe I've ended up helping speakers and coaches to get their messaging clear, their packaging right, so they are easy to trust, believe in and buy because their audiences know that they, the client, are understood that they're cared for by real leaders who know their fears, frustrations and desires intimately enough to actually be able to help them. I hope that gives you a little bit of insight into me and to what's to come in this show. You'll find me an open book. So I hope that you join me on this journey of my new discoveries, my new beginnings and my adventure here on radio. Our first guest is also a fellow marketer who's had lots of changes in her life and Celeste is going to share her new beginnings of how she moved from Brazil to Australia and then to some outback regions of Australia and some of those transitions and transformations that have occurred for her and she will be joining us just after the break. Okay folks, we'll just take a quick break now. Wow, what great tips and strategies already. But stay tuned for even more inspiration. We are taking a quick break and Sally will be right back with more of Success Secrets Exposed. You're listening to W4WN Radio, the Women for Women Network, brought to you live by the Talk 4 Media Network at W4WN.com, connecting and empowering women around the globe. Have you ever dreamt of being on the radio? Well, now is your chance. Be a radio show guest on the number one ranked internet radio station and promote you and your business for free. Yes, you heard it, free. Business advertising right here on W4CY.com. Call 561-506-4031 now to get booked on one of our shows. That's 561-506-4031. Get your free advertising now. Have you ever dreamed of having your own radio show? Well, W4CY Radio makes dreams come true. You can be a radio personality on the number one ranked internet radio station in West Palm Beach, Florida. We can be heard in 105 countries and all U.S. states. Promote your business. Earn up to $10,000 per month and more. It's all up to you. Have fun and be heard. Call 561-506-4031. That's 561-506-4031. Start your radio show now. Hello, listeners. It's time for more Secrets Exposed. So let's continue to move you forward to your success. Once again, here's your host, Sally A. Curtis. Welcome back, everyone. 
and I'd like you to welcome uh, our first guest, our very first guest on the radio show, Celeste Lutosa, and she's going to be sharing some of her new beginnings uh, with you today. So what I'd love to do Hi, is everyone. just say Thanks welcome. Thanks for having me, Sally. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> so I'd love you to tell us a little bit about your background and what uh, and your great new beginning this that you've had. Oh, oh thank you so much. First of all, I love your story about listening. I'm going to use that with my four-year-old for sure because I do hear quite often uh, the whole I don't remember. <laughs> yes. yes. So I'll be using that one. <laughs> Yes, I'm. Yes, uh, I currently live in Adelaide, but I'm from uh, Brazil, from a state called Mato Grosso, which is in the middle of Brazil, a beautiful state surrounded by a little piece of the Amazon, which I'm sure everybody's heard about, and some beautiful wetlands. And uh, I migrated to Australia a little bit about as part of being putting my hand up, which is uh, the topic that I'm talking today. So I was uh, I'm a journalist by trade. I studied social communications, and I was um, you know living my life in my twenties uh, in Brazil, mid twenties. I was working for the state government as a media advisor. And an opportunity came to represent Rotary International in Australia. Uh, it was a, a five-week um, exchange, a professional exchange, and I put my hand up. It's, it was one of those things that, um, you know, I've always believed that you have to put your hand up because you have nothing to lose. And uh, it was one of those things that you might think, oh, why would they choose me? This is going to be so competitive. Who, would, who wouldn't put their hand up to, to go to Australia uh, being hosted by Rotary? Uh, but I did, and I ended up here. Um, and, I mean, a lot of new beginnings came from me after that. So I think uh, the first Rotary trip was almost like the beginning of my new beginning and I didn't mm. even know that yet. <laughs> Excellent. And you actually did move out uh, to the country, uh, which was quite a transition from you. So Roxby down on Port Pirie um, is very different yes. to the environment that you would have been used to. So tell us it a bit was, about that. It was, but to be quite honest, I, I feel that I didn't quite know what I was getting myself into, to be honest. Because <laughs> I think when you think, you know, Amazon and Roxby Downs, and I know many of our listeners wouldn't know where Roxby Downs is, but it's a mining town, uh, very, very in the remote areas of Australia. And I think I had visited Roxby when I came with Rotary and I did presentations there. Um, and I knew it was a small country town, but I, I wasn't 100% familiar with the whole mining town culture and mining town kind of lifestyle. And I think that was, um, that was a bit rough for me uh, coming from Brazil and uh, surrounded by lots of people. Like Brazil is a very live and, and mm. packed with, um, with things and, and lots of greenery as well. And uh, when I moved to Roxby, I was just like, I remember the first uh, impression I had was walking around town and, and having a look and I couldn't see any big trees. There was mm -hmm. no trees. There was a lot of bush, like, you know, really the, the outback kind of bush. 
And I remember looking for like a shade or uh, something, some big tree that was going to give a little bit of a, a rescue from the 45 degrees and I couldn't find it. Um, so there was lots of little things like that that, um, you know, made it for a more challenging experience. But at the same time, uh, it was so it, it just made me so much more resilient. It was amazing how even when you have challenges like that you, you sometimes you have your ups and downs and your bad days but I do believe in kind of you know seeing things from different perspectives and you know by putting your hand up uh, but doing something there's always gain on the other side mm. and I think um, coming to to rock speed there was there was more gains than than not to be honest excellent and you funnily enough you didn't mention red dust I do or flies have a oh let me tell you a funnier story than that, because I went to, to Rockby to be a journalist in the um, newspaper run by the local council. And uh, I came to Australia already speaking English and fluently English, but uh, Australia's got a very peculiar accent. I don't know if you're aware of it. <laughs> and I'm sure Americans will be very aware of it and English and um, anyone from a, a different, uh, another English speaking language, but uh, off I went, and I, I get this call at the at the newspaper and says, "There's a a bush on fire for you to come here and, and take a photo." But I had uh, heard and read about bushfires, so I got freaked out, and I was like, "My God, this is front page. This is my big um, news break. You know, I'm covering a bushfire. I'm, you know, this." This young journalist in Australia covering a bushfire. So the, the word bush and the word fire were in the sentence and I automatically thought bushfire. But I think you, you might be laughing from the inside, Sally, because you would know yeah. the, the uh, Roxby a little bit. And like, how would they have a bushfire in Roxby? Oh, well, it was a little bush down Bunnings parking lot that caught fire. <laughs> and off I went, camera in hand and all my papers ready for my big break and it was a tiny little bush on fire and there was many many of those that you just kind of and then you just laugh at yourself and said oh my god but I did it didn't make front page I must tell you it did it didn't (laughs) my little bush didn't didn't make no no but um, I think uh, with this this little and one of the things about the new beginnings and just going on that that topic is you know there's all these things that happen to you the little things um, and they're just so valuable they're just so important for your growth and when you put yourself in situations that are unfamiliar they are different I've always. Um, accepted it not I, I I've never been harsh on myself I've never thought oh my god what a mistake you made or how could you not have realized you had the wrong term or, or whatever I, I never did that to myself and I would say that we shouldn't that we should just you know take the learning and have a bit of a giggle when you can or have a cry if you need to and then just take the learnings from it 
I think you're so right there and you've just said one of the, the uh, phrases that I love. It's the little things and I always say it's the little things that add up to oh. make the big significant differences and I think you've you've demonstrated that with your story, etc. Um, so is there any of those other little things like your bush that's on fire and when we mean a bush, we mean just literally a single plant bush, not the entire well, bush on fire. Sorry. <laughs> Um, there was uh, actually then my big uh, break, my big story did came up with uh, the, the same kind of uh, just putting my hand up and just showing and asking people questions. That's the other thing about new beginnings. Um, not only don't be harsh on yourself, but ask questions, ask people what's going on. Don't You don't have to know everything. Uh, you don't have to be on top of everything all the time. And that's okay. So uh, there's a little town next to Roxby that's called Woomera, and that's where the the army does a lot of training in Australia because it's also isolated. And um, and it was just a 40-minute drive from Roxby, and there's an, a town that I used to cover as well as a journalist. So one day I go to Woomera and um, just to do a little story about the, the local kindergarten literally just the kids' story. They, they were doing something. And I decided to stop at the the pub to grab a Coke and a bite to eat before I head back to the office. And I've noticed all these army guys, you know, and I noticed they're speaking German. So, you know, instead of just, oh, there's some German guys here and just leave, I started chatting around and saying, hi, what are you guys doing here? Where are you from? And, and talking to them and just, you know, being friendly and being approachable. And uh, it ended up that there was some German army uh, being trained to go to Afghanistan here. Mm. And it was massive. It was like a big secret. Nobody knew. The advertiser didn't have the story. No one had the story because they were just quietly training. So I get to the bottom of it and I start talking to people and no, nobody could talk to me and I say, who can I talk to? And uh, I ended up talking to their media advisor um, in Germany and got approval to write a story. And it was front page. And then the advertiser got the story. And it was really um, just me just asking, just saying, well, putting my hand up and say, well, let me talk to your media advisor then. Let me talk to whoever I, I need to talk to. And, um, and how can we do this? How can we make it work? And I did. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very proud of that moment because I, I, it was quite intimidating. Like I'm a, I'm very petite, very short. I'm this tiny little Brazilian in a, a pub in the middle of the remote areas of Australia, surrounded by 250 German soldiers. Fantastic. <laughs> but you just remain curious and ask good questions. I remain. That's it. I'm always curious. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think that's part of your background in jur journalism or do you think that's what brought you to journalism because you are curious? No, I think I became a journalist because I was curious. I was always uh, curious. I was one of those weird kids that, you know, since I was a little kid, uh, journalism was just there for me. Like I, I just needed to be a journalist. I wouldn't be happier in any other or communication related um, mm. uh, roles. I, I just, I'm just, I love people. And I think it's not even just um, my curiosity. It's just my, I'm fascinated by people. I'm fascinated by their stories. Um, that's, that's how I learn. That's how I grow. Mm. That's how I, you know, 
that's that's what drives my life is just learning and and inspiring and getting inspired by other people. Beautiful. And you've also mentioned to me when we've spoken previously that you're in the process of uh, writing a book capturing people's stories and you've also um, obviously got your own uh, marketing and communications um, business here in Adelaide. So is there some stories or some ideas that you want to share with us about either of those? Yeah, so um, I've always wanted to write uh, books. Uh, I think it's just part of my journalism kind of um, you know, nature. Uh, I've done some smaller projects. So I started a bit small. I've got a marketing business in Adelaide and I started creating some ebooks, just sharing entrepreneurs' stories. And um, so I've done two ebooks so far. They're available on my website and it's just sharing people's stories. And I do believe that with every story you share, and it's just such a great thing what you're doing right now just allowing me to be here and sharing mine. But I think there's always something to learn. There's always something to that could make you think about things differently or do things differently. So I've done two, and I'm actually in the process of writing my own story on migrating and um, just like the diaries of an immigrant, mm-hmm. um, which I'm writing in Portuguese. So uh, I'm, I'm probably halfway through the book at the moment. But I'm really excited about it. But it will be launched in Brazil. Ah, lovely. And will you translate it back into uh, English for Australia? Do you think? I will. I will. Yeah. But the purpose of that goal is just this. uh, One of the things I've noticed when I uh, migrated was, so I migrated even though I went to Roxby and it was a smaller country town. I came to Australia still being very true to who I was as a professional. Um, and I was a journalist and I came here as a journalist and I've been uh, progressing my career ever since. I feel that, you know, migrants have this stigma that once you migrate and you move to a different country, and I'm sure lots and lots of people, not just in Australia, but anywhere in the world will relate to that, is that your start over needs to be like you go back to bottom, right? Mm. And um, you see so many like engineers being cleaners or doctors being waitresses. And and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any roles or any career paths, but you should be able to still stick to the career path that you chose. So Mm. when it comes to a new beginning in a different country, it's almost that there was this stigma that, okay, if you go there for a new beginning, you just do whatever. You just accept any job that anyone's going to throw at you and just be grateful. And I would say and my book has got this story to, to the Brazilians about my story and say, I do believe that you need to find your own path and you need to find different paths of, of making it in, in your career. Uh, in, my, in my case, it was by going to the country areas and allowing that time there to build my portfolio, to you know, get a bit more uh, exposure here in Australia. But I would say you should be able to stick to to what you've chosen to do. And that's not very common, unfortunately. Mm. So you, do you believe that, that you created that, that you were created that awareness because you've got a um, strategic mind or that you just you were just determined to stick to your path of what you'd chosen because of that strong curiosity mm. or drive within you? 
No, it was strategic. And I mm. think that's what people miss when they migrate or when they start a new beginning. And whatever that is, it might be a career change in your own country. I think, um, and that was one of the reasons I started a business was because of that strategic mindset. You need mm. to be strategic in everything you do. And I think the long-term vision to things as well. So I never took my experience in Roxby Downs, oh, this is too hard. I'm far away from the beach and and this and that. I'm thinking long-term. I'm thinking this is building my portfolio. In two years' time, it will support my residency. In five years' time, I'm going to be where I want to be. And, you know, you take the the challenges that comes with that. But I've always had that long-term vision of where I wanted to be, which is where Mm. I am now. Mm. Excellent. And do you find, um, and it's interesting to ask because I find a lot of people that I work with, big big and small, um, they often lack, uh, as you said, that long-term vision or the steps to their goals or they lack the strategy. Did you notice that um, from a cultural perspective when you moved to Australia that there was a difference as it related to strategic vision or uh, forward movement? I think um, uh, Australians are... are a lot more laid back and relaxed than mm. any other people I've ever come across. So I don't think they are as strategic as in uh, professional, in, and I'm talking about professional and careers and, and mm. business driven, uh, because I don't think they have to as much as other countries. Mm. So just for you to have an example, like I've noticed in, in jobs here in Australia, that um, there's not it, the market, even though there's some unemployment happening and we're living, obviously, the pandemic. Um, there's not that competitiveness that countries like Brazil and America uh, would have. You know, you you lose your job a lot easier in countries like Brazil because there's hundreds of people just as qualified as you just at the door waiting for that role. And I've noticed in Australia, um, employees get away with a lot of things here because mm. uh, I find that uh, the, it's a lot more relaxed in, in, mm. in terms of productivity. And, um, yeah, and I think that's just the, the fact that there's less people, less competition. So, mm. yeah, that, but that's no. my own personal. I'm not saying based on any data or anything that I've seen. No, no. I just I was I wanted to ask that curious because uh, I speak to so many different uh, p- people in different countries um, and, and and welcome different people that come into the uh, South Australia from different countries and I do I like you notice the difference between that drive uh, and the strategic mind whereas we tend to be a little bit you know she'll be right mate yeah the sort of tinker along we're not yeah. quite so quite so driven and um, that's mostly the type of support I provide my clients is helping them get. Uh, uh, more strategic so they can see their steps forward uh, but their steps forward are only one or two or three steps forward whereas you um, when I listen uh-huh. to people like yourself you're much many more steps forward so that's um, why I was curious to ask that question so um, yeah if you t- and um, and I think sorry no go for it yeah and I think you're right I think uh, even when the ones that are a bit more strategic or think forward they just think for like a year, two years time, like mm. as in I'm, I'm 10 years ahead. Like my brain is already envisioning where I want to be in 10 years when I'm 50, when I'm, you know, 60, mm. I'm already mm. there. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's a difference. See, I'm a, I'm a three to five, five year girl, girl myself. Uh, and I, so I already can notice that difference in uh, the drive and the, and the, the goal orientation. So that's um, why I was wanted to share that with us uh, and with the, the listeners, because we are all different. We do have different paces uh, that we make change and oh. that we create change. And um, like you, I've probably got, uh, I've got girlfriends that move at different paces that I do. Um, I'm quite fast. Others are slower, but we've all got our own pace and we've all got our own journey um but the secret is to have forward movement to create your new beginnings um, which is what you've, you've shared with us as well today so if you were to give that one secret or to round everything off that one perfect bit of advice for you uh, what would that what would you say that would be i would say definitely put your hand up um and try new things uh give your back uh, put your hand up for different reasons. One being to give back, give something you've got uh, to someone, uh, to people, whether it be feedback, knowledge, information. And the other is for your own learning and your own growth. Uh, try new things. Don't feel, and I think, I think women are even more. Um, aware of like, oh, this might not be for me, there's too much competition, or I might not be good enough. And I would say you are good enough. Put your hand up, learn, be open to learn new things as you go, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You do something and you get something every time. Yeah, perfect. And on that note of giving and getting something every time, um, you've been very kind enough to give us uh, an ebook that the listeners can uh, download um, and is available by checking out the uh, radio show's blog. And it's called 10 Big Lessons in Marketing That Every Business Owner Should Know. Um, so that's, mm-hmm. um, that's coming up um, uh, and is available for everybody. So can you also just tell us how people can get in contact with you? So I've got uh, from my website and um, you can, um, I think you will have the details as well on the link, but it's celestialstoza.com. On my website, you have all my handles for social media. Feel free to email me, message me, call me. Uh, Like I said, I I love people and I'm I'm always up for that. And uh, one of the things that I've been doing as well, Sally, during these really difficult times through the pandemic uh, is to, you know, I'm happy to support any business with uh, free marketing advice if, you, if you're if you in doubt of something. And obviously businesses have, um, you know, budgets that are a bit um, shortened due to the pandemic. Mm. So if you want to just on something and saying look what's your opinion or your idea I'm happy to support them uh, anytime for free. Oh that's fantastic and that ties beautifully into your curious nature of uh, discovering people and helping them have uh, forward movement um, and to gain uh, to gain and to grow so that's very very exciting. So um, is there any one last um, insight or tip that you would like to share very very quickly Anything else? Because I know there's lots and lots of depth and insight to you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I'll say like the the three main things, put your hand up, keep learning and uh, give back. Always give back what you can, what you can. That's what makes the world better. 
Absolutely. So thank you very, very much. Um, and so everyone give um, Celeste a, a welcoming roar of applause um, as I am doing here as well. Thank you very, very much for um, sharing with us, for being our very first um, guest speaker on and telling, um, telling us some of your Outback stories and really just uh, demonstrating that curiosity that drive, that strategy to sort of make things and create your own steps to have a forward movement, to share, um, to give back um, and to, to, be, to be more. This is just a great example of how um, and the different ways that we're going to be adding value to you, the listeners, with free resources, free opportunities to connect with great people within my network, etc. So please continue to join us um, next week. Next week, as I mentioned, we have Judith on talking about self passion and we also have Peter on next week talking about um, ways to enjoy being you so got two great um, and diverse um, people from my network coming on to share and add value and to help you have a forward movement so I look very much forward to sharing more with you. You can ask questions, obviously, through uh, the website and certainly would love you to join our Facebook uh, commu community um, and get to know you further and certainly help you answer some uh, any questions. And, of course, you can connect uh, with Celeste um, and have some much um, strategic help there as you would like. So thank you very, very much, everyone. I would love to chat with you more next week. Thank you very much. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. I trust you got some inspirational tips to move you forward. See you next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern for more Success Secrets Exposed.